0: Today is, my brothers and sisters, the second Sunday after Pentecost, or otherwise known as the second Sunday of St. Matthew. In today's Gospel, we hear some interesting and very familiar words. We see that Christ is in the region of Galilee. Those that have been blessed to visit the Holy Lands on one of our trips, or with someone else, or on your own perhaps. You'll know that Galilee is in the northern part of Israel. It is a beautiful um, touristy resort town today, Um, a large city for Jewish standards. Um, Near there are many, many significant religious sites for the Orthodox Christians. In the region there is Mount Tabor, which is where Christ transfigured, was transfigured on August 6th. We celebrate the transfiguration. Nearby there is the lake of Yenisaret, or the Sea of Galilee. And around the Sea of Galilee, many, many miracles that we read about in the New Testament happen. And here, he sees two sets of brothers, and he invites them to follow him. And he says, as they were fishermen, that he will make them fishers of men. We hear this in the Apolitikion of the Feast of Pentecost. Blessed are you, O God, who made the fishermen all wise, and by them, sending down upon them your Holy Spirit, and by them, drawing the world into your nets. This, of course, is not a trap, but it is literally drawing the world into the net of faith, drawing the world into a net of love, drawing the world into a net of salvation, And here is, in many ways, the beginning of the story because Christ calls the first four, those four, James and John, Andrew and Simon, and they follow him, which was not easy. It took a lot of faith. It took obedience for them to do so. They had not yet understood who Christ was, at least who he really was. They learned completely after the resurrection, after receiving the Holy Spirit is when they realized indeed he was truly, and we see the beginning of the church on Pentecost. The important thing today for us is, of course, that we understand the historical sense of the reading, but as we know, as we say all the time, the history is important, but there's always a deeper understanding for us individually and as a community, and that is that the words follow me were not meant only for the apostles, but they were meant for all of us. Today, as we hear Christ saying to the apostles, follow me, he is saying, speaking also to us, to follow him. And he is speaking to us to assist him in drawing the world into the net of faith, to draw the world into the net of love, to draw the world into the net of salvation. This is... There are many ways we can do this. You know that the Great Commission, which says, go and, Christ says, go and baptize all people. We are told to go out and teach and baptize and bring people to the church. And I think there's a aggressive way of doing this in proselytizing, where you go out as missionaries. We go and we try to find people and teach them and say, come to the church, and we're going to catechize you and baptize you. That's one way which has not been very much the way of the Orthodox. The way of the Orthodox has been the more subtle way. That by our faith, by our love, by our example, by our good works, people notice the church and they come forth. And I think that we are failing in both ways. I think many times we are reminded of our need as Orthodox Christians, to stand out, to be the light of the world, to be the salt of the earth, to be a good example of faith. One of the saints said, we are to preach Christ every second of the day and only use words if it's absolutely necessary. You understand? It means that by watching us, someone should see Christ by watching how we live, how we love, how we forgive, how we, have com- how we show compassion, how with our patience and with our good virtues, that they watch how we live and they say, ah, they must be orthodox Christians. I can tell by their love. I can tell by their virtues. We are intended to be followers of Christ and we are intended by following him to bring the world into the nets of the faith, into the nets of the church. We are intended to talk about orthodoxy, to bring it up to others. We are intended to bring, we are expected to bring others to the faith if we love them and if we want them to be saved. We've been talking much lately about how people have a an expectation that the church needs to conform to modern teachings. And we've said many times that faith, the truth can't change. The truth is the truth and if it changes it becomes a lie. Or it was a lie. The church is in the world but it is not of the world. We have given we have been given such beautiful freedom to live however we want. To choose to do whatever we want. Even the wrong thing. God loves us so much, he lets us pick even the wrong thing. The church tells us the best way. And therefore, it is not our purpose as followers of him to change what the church believes and teaches. The only thing that can change is how we live. To find a way to follow him that is the most beautiful, the most righteous, the most peaceful, the most joyful. We pray today, as followers of Him, that by our faith, by our example, we may bring others into the net of the faith.